It is always darkest before dawn. The first half of 2020 was full of unexpected events, especially the outbreak of COVID-19. The competition between China and America is becoming more and more fierce. It is now the right time to assess the major events in the past six months and how it impacts the Sino-US competition. To put it simply, in the near future, we will continue to witness unprecedented levels of destruction and anti-destruction, conspiracy and anti-conspiracy, deception and anti-deception, because the days of America are numbered. The general trend is on China's side, but there will be repeated back and forth. You should never underestimate the madness before America's decline. It is hysterical and cannot be predicted with common sense and logic. China Explained will show you that because of China's continued success in industrial upgrading, technological innovation, and realizing its huge potential, it is an unstoppable process. The inevitable rise of China may feel intimidating and some simply reject it. Don't be. More importantly, we will answer the million-dollar question, how can you, as an individual or a small business owner, also profit from the rise of China? As the global leader is declining and seriously ill, what it thinks of is not how to resolve its problems, but rather how to destroy its biggest challenger. After defeating its challengers, it can steal its wealth and regain vitality. On one hand, it is done through the use of hard pressure and bluffing. It threatens those in China with a faint heart and those who are American sympathizers. It has cultivated and brainwashed Chinese elites for decades, and there are a large number of spiritual Americans in China. Most of them are elites in various industries who have resources and influence. On the other hand, it uses conspiracy and deceptions. First, it uses various deceptions to lead China to go down the wrong path and make mistakes. After all, China's strength is there for all to see. There is no way America can defeat or contain China directly. Another way is to spread conspiracy against the Chinese people in order to create internal problems. But the Chinese people have awakened and it is getting harder to lie to them. As mentioned in other episodes, China's ability to correct its mistake is strong so there is not much to worry about. Moreover, judging from recent major events, we can see that China is taking a more proactive approach in responding and even actively shaping the international situation. It deals with external provocation strongly. This is true for the contest regarding the Taiwan Strait, India, and Hong Kong. Stirring up riots in Hong Kong last year forces China to introduce national security laws in the city. Separatist provocations in the Taiwan Strait forces the Chinese Air Force to now routinely fly around the island. Attacking Chinese border posts led to forceful retaliation in the Himalayas. All of these feudal oppressions against China just cemented the unity of the Chinese people. This is why there is a common joke in China that it should give a big medal to Donald Trump. The West has long believed that through engaging with China, it can assimilate the Chinese culture and make its people think and behave like a Westerner and adopt Western liberal democratic values and systems. It can be said that Chinese society has passed the stage of group immunity against the universal value of the West. In particular, 
this COVID-19 epidemic has greatly enhanced the mental immunity of the Chinese people and their confidence in their social and political institutions. People usually think that if domestic conflicts intensify, they should be diverted through foreign conflicts. Historically, many powers have done so, but the prerequisite for shifting the focus of the internal struggle outwards is that the country be able to win externally. There must be enough new profits, especially for a country such as the United States that treats everything as a business. To attack other small countries, even if they win, the gains are not enough to cover the cost, so they can only start against the big countries. Against China and Russia, it has no decisive actions and can only continue to deploy deception, such as vilifying Russia and the Sino-Russian relations. This will not achieve much. In other words, the current U.S. policy toward China is no longer coherent and it is purely instincts and reactions. What the United States does will only strengthen China's determination against it. The lesson we can learn from the United States is that the decline of the national power and grave mistakes by its leaders often appear at the same time. As Trump continues to make crazy moves, there is only one consequence, that is to continue to lead the U.S. economy and society to the point of explosion. The United States has long been powerless, but many of us have not really recognized this. Now there is a popular view that the United States is only a host of international financial masters. If the United States is no longer viable, they will look for a new host. The United States is indeed a host of financial capital. The powerful shell of the United States is very useful. Capital will not easily give up the powerful national machine of the United States, but will go all out to protect the United States. George Soros is the representative of international financial capital. He said, his interest in defeating Xi Jinping's China goes beyond US national interest. This statement is very interesting. China's national system and political system have determined that it is the people that control and reform capital. The capitalists are not in charge there. This is why Soros is afraid of China. China blocked their dream of building an eternal capitalist empire. This is a fundamental structural conflict with no room for reconciliation. They must desperately try to keep the shell of America. The United States has only one bargaining chip, that is, China makes mistakes. Other than that, there is no other chance. But it is too inconceivable for China to make mistakes and continue to make mistakes. The United States is currently printing money like crazy. Many people are very worried, but it is not necessary. The essence of US money printing is external debt, and it must recognize this debt. A while ago, a U.S. Senator clamored for the confiscation of Treasury bills owned by China. The U.S. Treasury Secretary immediately said that the U.S. respect all its debts. Why did it say this? Because the confiscation of China's one trillion national debts may seem like a huge gain to the U.S. economy, but it damages the credibility system of the U.S. national debts. The United States relies on borrowing to survive. If the debts cannot be borrowed, the U.S. economy will collapse and the U.S. will collapse. 
The United States is in such a predicament now because of too much foreign debt. He tied this national financial security to international financial capital, which was extremely stupid, short-sighted. The lifeblood of the United States is the economy, and its biggest weakness is its economy. Once its economy has major problems, the rest is not a problem. In economic warfare, China has the upper hand, and its trump card is to abandon the U.S. dollar. Once China and its allies abandon the U.S. dollar, the U.S. will go bankrupt and the economy collapses. Without its economy, its aircraft carriers are just a pile of scrap iron. Germany has already seen through the hollow weakness of the United States, so it is saying that it is necessary to fundamentally rethink the relationship between Europe and the United States. Japan is also half-hearted and no longer loyal to America. The Five Eye Alliance is not far from collapse because they are all heavily dependent on China economically. The economy determines everything, including foreign behavior. The United States is an immigrant society. If the immigrant society cannot resolve ethnic conflicts and religious conflicts and allow everyone to be in a relatively fair and harmonious symbiotic state, their conflicts will intensify in a weak economy. Now it has accumulated a lot of hardships, the economic crisis, epidemic crisis, ethnic crisis, polarization, and internal struggle are all mixed together. We are not saying the USA is collapsing, but it is in the state of doing so. One of the biggest problems now is that the most people in the world have not seen through the weak nature of the US economy and are still illusory about its strength. It has a bubble economy and is a company pretending to be a country. Why should anyone be afraid of it? Creating original content is hard work. Your support is what keeps me going. Please like and share this video and leave your comments below. You can also donate to this channel by clicking the link in the description below. Thank you.